0: Hello Bulldogs, thank you for tuning in to Who's Behind the Bulldog, Arvada High School's community interview podcast series. I'm your host and one of the assistant principals at Arvada, Jeremy Jensen. Each week I'll sit down with someone from our Arvada community, be it staff, students, families, or other community members, to hear their stories. We'll discuss their histories, successes, challenges, learnings, future hopes and dreams, and much more. I hope you find some connections in their stories and hopefully are inspired to take some time to get to know them a bit better as our school year progresses. We have an amazing community here at Arvada, and I hope we can continue to strengthen that despite the challenges that await us in these unknown times. This week's guest is 10th grader Emilio Medina. This is an incredible episode that really digs into some big topics related to social emotional learning. Emilio is in the process of starting a new student group called Outreach, and he talks about his ideas, inspiration, and why it's so important for students in our school. If you can spot four analogies throughout this episode, email Mr. Jensen for a special prize. Also, you'll notice the new artwork for this podcast. This is original Bulldog artwork by none other than Emilio himself. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to today's episode. <laughs> Emilio Medina, thank you for joining me today for Who's Behind the Bulldog, how are you doing? Good, uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. You are the third student guest, so it's exciting for me. I usually talk to adults, but I much prefer talking to, uh, to students, don't tell any of the adults I said that. It's a, it's a secret. Yes, they definitely won't be listening to this. Emilio, um, tell everybody that's listening out there just a, a little bit about yourself first.
1: Okay, well, uh, I'm Amelia Medina. I'm a sophomore at Arvada High. And, um, oh, boy, um, things about me. I mean, uh, I play on the soccer team. Um, I'm big into, big into art. And I don't know. That's, that's, uh, that's the gist.
0: You know what you could do since you like art? You could send me something that you've worked on, and I can add that to your podcast episode. And oh, we'll, for sure. And people can see it when we click. All right. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Emilio, why don't you tell me just a, a couple things maybe that you uh, that you really like about being a student here at Arvada?
1: Um, one thing I enjoy, it's definitely like um, the teachers and like the community between certain students. And it doesn't ever really feel like there's a click and stuff. It feels like everybody can just sort of fit in with each other, no matter like what your background is or what your like groups are.
0: That's cool. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that that people are comfortable being with uh, being around each other here?
1: I feel like there's just like, there's so much variety of things that like students like now where it's like, like you could have two students that like is completely into one thing and completely into another thing. And you would never expect them to be, be friends and stuff. But then there's just this other thing that they're really big into and that that's what connects them together. And that can work with like, like multiple students that just brings everybody sort of together into like into not like not like a domino effect, but like maybe like uh like a spider web because everybody's connected in some way and then it just it builds a strong sort of community together.
0: I like that. Maybe we should uh change our name from the Arvada Bulldogs to like the Arvada Black Widows or something. The Arvada Black Widows. That'd be interesting. We could keep our colors. Yeah. Sure, black, white, red. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, Emilio, uh, part of, partly why I brought you in today for this podcast was because you came into my office, no, you came into Ms. Yacoveta's office, sorry, with Mr. Garden. You were uh, just right off the tails of a, of a pretty, uh, pretty intense, pretty cool lesson from the day before in advisement. Um, can you kind of tell everyone a little bit about what that um, lesson was um, in the advisement class? And what about it kind of like really inspired you during that, during that time?
1: Right. So we had this anonymous postcard thing and it, it was pretty confusing from the first time we had heard about it. It was just like, oh, you can submit your drawings. And this person that we don't know will, um, will like talk in a big zoom and well, there are these postcards and it was like, we could talk about our secrets and we could enter them anonymously and then they would be read out let me tell you about the guy doing this first. We had, we had very little information about him. We had maybe two or three classes and it would talk about what, what was going to happen. Um, he has experience talking about these things with students and he, and he travels to different schools, but we never really learned anything about this guy personally and stuff to like, feel comfortable talking about these, these things that, that had come up in the postcards where it had talked about like, um, just weird things in relationships. It talked about I
0: think there were some things about suicide, there were some things about rage. So during that time, you were, what were you kind of feeling or what were you thinking when this presentation was happening? Um, well, it, when we were talking about these, just these serious topics
1: and stuff and then these not so serious things and there wasn't a lot of buildup to get there of where it was like really comfortable, it just kind of got in there. This guy had a plan and he, and he wasn't willing to compromise towards the comfortability to the, or like the comfort of the students. And um, I think I think that was an issue, and that went through my head. And I was texting a couple of my friends during this and stuff. And I mean, their opinions were the same as mine. It
0: was during this time when it, there was things about this that sort of struck you as being like kind of needed, right, or important for us to be able to talk about, right? It, that because that's the reason that you kind of came and, and sought us out in the office that day, right?
1: Yeah. So the topics i'm not saying that we should just shut these topics out it's important that we're talking about them in high school i feel like is really our closer introduction to the real world and this is really when we're starting to face these problems and i feel like when we were talking about them like i said before this guy we didn't know a lot about this guy and there wasn't that like that comfort talking about this and in this giant zoom where like even though we're all like in our own thing there were some people In school on the zoom and stuff so they're surrounded by other people and there's people just alone and I guess that has its benefits and it's like downs. Because there's some students where maybe this maybe this is um, upsetting to them. While they're at home alone and they don't have anybody around them and that's the opposite for students like maybe they're with some close friends that have known about things that have happened. Or um, that they have that comfort with but maybe also it's like I'm getting called out while surrounded by classmates and stuff. And then again, the opposite at home where it's like, oh, I'm alone while this is happening. You know, nobody can really know that
0: this is me. This kind of sparked some feelings inside of you or some ideas to start something here at the school that can maybe be beneficial in this, in this area. Um, Can you tell the listeners about your idea that you had?
1: Yeah. So during this i I just started brainstorming of this idea where it's it's the students' ideas to talk about this like the students have more power talking about the issues like this and that's why I started what I'm calling outreach it, it, I, I think it gets to the point when you hear outreach you understand that you can reach out to somebody or other people can reach out to you about these problems and it's not just about the the problems that only the people that have gone through them can talk about these things but it's the people who can't and it it can be a better understanding together like if if the students that haven't gone through issues and the students that have they come together and they build this comfort to talk about it then the students who haven't will much better understand and the students who have will feel more comfortable um, about these things happening not that they have to and just share their life story and you know some some things that have traumatic happen to them of course we don't want that but outreach is supposed to be about building that community together where these things aren't just where these things aren't just this whole new idea to to people and like students who have gone through this thing like know that oh like they'll have no idea what they're what i'm talking about now they won't understand what what i've gone through it's um it's things like that and that's why that's just why i want to bring everybody together and so we can just have more power and, and better community and better trust together
0: so how are you going to bring people together what's your process going to look like to um gather the troops so uh, I was
1: talking to a few, of, a few of my friends about this, and they were telling me about this. And I feel like I, I said earlier that that domino effect, where it's not really like a domino effect, I thought of it more as a spider web. Let's say where you have these different you have these different connections, and there's constant overlaps. And um, so we know we know what a spider web is. We have the two strings connecting from either side, right? And then we have multiple of those crossing in over each other. There's that overcrossing thing where that can be multiple students, multiple personalities and then there's these sort of circular within it and that can be the personal connections between everybody and if we if we have those personal connections, we have a this is where like the sort of domino effect comes in where it's you have one next to another next to another and like the first one won't be so connected to the third, the fourth, but when you're connected to the second, then that's knocking down, that's connecting like student A and student B. And student B connects to student C and C to D and so on, and where it all comes together. But rather than that, it's student A is also connecting to student F, let's say. And it it just brings everyone together. And I feel like if we can if we can bring something like that to the table and get that around where people will join and feel comfortable talking about talking about anything really even things that they like not not just serious things because that's if it's just serious things all the time then that's that's not going to feel comfortable always because you feel like that's all you know about this person is the is the serious things that happen and that's your only connection when uh, no i mean
0: i mean people are multifaceted right like there's mm -hmm. sorry one-dimensional uh Mm -hmm. got multiple layers and multiple things about them and it's it's good to like get to know not just the deepest, deepest parts, or like the shallowest, shallowest parts, you got to know all of it, right?
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. And I want to talk about the the circles that we have in Capstone, because, you know, every soft so and well, or like almost every class or every other class, will talk about, you know, these goofy little things like, like, what is your favorite season of the year? What is your favorite color? And I mean, we're, we're already into the second semester of the year. And I feel like those silly those simple questions this should be in just the very starting ground of building that trust together it's like you have one person favorite color is red other person favorite color is red you know that's that's an immediate thing that you just realize and that just snaps in your head it's like hey that's a that's a small similarity and then once things start you know building you know if you have you have these simple questions that's just that immediate just small connection that you know you you, you're not really gonna remember that like later on especially if you have your other friends like let's student a favorite color is red student b's favorite color is red but they're not necessarily friends they have their own groups and even if even if they start growing closer they're they're still maybe they're still just connected primarily into their own groups and then if there's an issue in that group you know, student A and student B is not going to, not going to care if, you know, they have the same favorite color. It's going to be maybe, maybe student A, maybe one of their friends um, has an issue that student B, uh, that they know student B has also had. And that's, that's bringing in a whole nother person and stuff that once building that trust with that person will, um, it'll make it more comfortable and and then you won't feel so alone.
0: So you're suggesting that we sort of like, start peeling these onion layers back a little bit. I know you've already used the spider web and the domino analogy, so I have to use a different one now. But the mm-hmm. onion the onions where you're peeling away the layers and like you know you're you're getting to something a little bit deeper and maybe a little bit smellier. Yeah and then you start crying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the at once you get to the center, like it's everyone's just bawling in this class, right? Yeah.
1: It's not it's not just about like just all these sad topics though, you know, you, you want a happy connection and when you feel that happy connection with people that's i feel like that's once you'll start opening up more because you you can feel the trust in the community with
0: this person or these multiple people so this is what this is the type of thing that you want to do with outreach program as well is yes that, exactly that's a big part of it mm-hmm. like um how would people find you to like get connected with you and get set up and you have a space that you actually want to utilize.
1: Yeah, um so uh I already have a few of the teacher sponsors for this club uh, for outreach and um I had Mr. T Garden, Mr. Yan is, and I also wrote Miss Wheeler down because, you know, I feel like Miss Wheeler's um during the postcard thing during capstone and stuff and I was talking to him about this and he was on board with my idea and that definitely helped me like want to um definitely start it because i already had this teacher's idea and when i talked to mr t garn about it it was the same thing he 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 was just writing down the the keywords that i was saying and that really helped organize my thoughts on it and then now we're trying to get me and a couple of my friends that i already have on board with this where we're trying to set up the i have uh, my friends that that go on monday and tuesday and i go on wednesday and thursday so it's It's hard to find a time where students will just come after school to do that, but it, I feel like if they realize how important it is and how how important getting it kicked off, like just starting out it is, then I feel like they'll they'll come in and they'll voice their opinion because it's not just about one person running this idea. it's about the entire school pitching in their ideas to to make everybody more comfortable.
0: Um, what about Fridays? We have asynchronous um... day you know during the week we can only have four cohorts meeting together so that would actually limit us to be able to have another group of people come together but could like we just invite people on a friday do you think
1: i feel like i feel like that's a good idea because um friday everybody's off you know or not everybody's off we still have our classes but there's no there's no zooms that we have to commit to And it Friday feels more of a self paced day as long as you get all your assignments in. But if we start, let's say with me, and I share it to three of my friends, and then they share it to three of their friends, it's, it's like a pyramid, or again, it's like a domino effect. But it's just it's knocking down multiple things and the more people it reaches out
0: to. I'm I'm even starting to think like where where are some good spaces here like I I like that bridge area because they've kind of redone that there's like lots of space and also lots of tucked away things or maybe that area down by the band room um, could be good where people could both meet together and then break off into into separate things uh, potentially
1: yeah I feel like once we build a group and we have you know I feel like natural leaders will come out of that they'll tell other people come in, you know, and then they'll they'll automatically want to separate into their own groups and stuff of friends that they've told to come or, or things like that. But that's something you, like, you don't want to necessarily avoid that. Being with your friends immediately, that will feel more comfortable. You won't feel as judged with your ideas, but in regards of an area, I mean, that's, that's tricky. Um, but I mean, as long as there's an area where everybody can, you know, feel heard and stuff i feel like it's it's not necessarily necessarily the place that matters it's the people that you're around and stuff because I mean, you're talking. You're gonna. You're gonna hear people. You're gonna ignore people. It's. It's just. It's not the place that matters. I don't think it's like how people say. You know, home isn't isn't a place. It's where your family is, or it's where the people you love is. And I feel like that's that's something that could also connect to outreach, where it doesn't it doesn't matter where we're talking, where we're coming up with these ideas, as long as everybody feels heard. I feel like that's the most important thing.
0: That and what you said earlier about just digging deeper when you when it comes to the topics and things you are. Um, connecting with your classmates or friends about, you know, it's like, um, how do you find the things that really truly matter?
1: Yeah, and like like I said, with the capstone this late in the year, I feel like we shouldn't be having as silly of questions. Uh, when I had Mr. Ziegler last semester, I love Mr. Ziegler, great teacher. Um, he would every single class he would have a circle. It would start with like a silly question, what's your favorite color, whatever. But actually, it would actually it would always start with what are you grateful for? And I th- I think that's important. We need to we need to share out like like what we hold close to our heart. Let's say, and um, what what are you grateful for? That's just a good thing, you know. And that's a that's an important thing you need to always recognize. And next question would be something silly, something, and then after that, something like not not extremely serious, more just like something that gets your brain really working. And then the next one would be something where. It's like you have to make a compromise for something, and I think thinking about the the compromises you're willing to make and stuff for yourself or for others, I think that's an important thing. And I, I really like how Mr. Ziegler does his circles in his class. If something like that, uh, maybe a little a little slower, not where it's like the fourth question is you, you know, making this this serious compromise whatever it is even if it's not so serious i feel like if we do that and extend it a little more and stuff where we have that time to build the comfortability and that connection between each other i feel like that's just it's going to connect us better Mm
0: -hmm. you know mr uh taylor manu Um, He's uh, led some students and the district has some trainings actually to have uh, students be leaders of these types of circles. I would connect with him if you haven't yet, um, kind of about this um, and see maybe what students already may be interested in doing this. um, Not in class class, you know, it's been a wonky year anyway, but like finding a time when people can come together so they can kind of practice and exercise these skills as sort of natural leaders. Um, as you mentioned earlier, that could maybe be identified, and maybe yourself included.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd I'd have to think about that because um, there's there's natural leaders in everything, and I feel like I'm not the only person that that I know I'm not the only person that felt like really uncomfortable with this with this uh, circle. And if if the other people that feel like this would would speak out about it more, and you know uh, just, just really voice their opinions. That's when the leaders are going to stand out.
0: I have a question. Do you, do you feel like it's okay to feel uncomfortable though? Yeah,
1: of course. I mean, you're, it's, it's you being uncomfortable and stuff that, you know, um, if you have student A and student B, I'm going back to this. If you have student A and student B, you know, you get into this serious question finally, and student A has just this this serious issue with it and, and, and student B just doesn't and let's say student A realizes that that's going to make them feel feel uncomfortable with it but I'm not saying it's bad to feel uncomfortable about these things because no matter what somebody's probably going to feel uncomfortable you just can't make everybody happy with every choice that you make but let's say feeling feeling comfortable there's there's student B that that doesn't feel like this but student A does and maybe Student C, who's not friends with student A but friends with student B, like also also has this this issue with it. And let's say student C, you know, maybe it's obvious that student A is very uncomfortable with this. Student B isn't, and student C is like that that like middle ground, uh, where like C is like like trying to be there with student A to make them feel to to make them feel more comfortable. And and student and student B is like. Is also there, and you know, student student C is making that connection between student A and student B, and just bringing them more more
0: together, and just so there's that more understanding mm-hmm. between but them. Building the tools, building the ability to recognize when something needs to be better connected. Mm-hmm. If you were to transport yourself back in time to uh, day one of your freshman year. In high school here at Arvada, what advice would the current Emilio give to the old Emilio? It would have to be speak
1: up. It would have to be speak up and be be um, more straight up with people about about your opinions. When I when I came here freshman year, you know, it, it was it was so it was so awkward because um it's talked about where it's just this this small sort of sort of this like easier transition of like you think of elementary school middle school and high school and i feel like the the connection between middle, uh, elementary school and middle school is slightly more smooth but then you know you're, you're going from six or sixth or fifth grade going into the sixth or seventh grade and and you get used to that just sort of it's sort of a smoother transition and you're more you're more often to be with the people that you knew from elementary school but from middle school to high school I feel like there is a bigger bump like um and then there's just a bunch of new people you have these 17 18 year olds and then you have uh like new 13 14 year olds I think um coming in and just merging together and like in in these big classes and i mean if I were to tell tell first day freshman year, freshman year me it would just have to be speak up you know they really they really don't care about you you not being able to find your class the things like that it's it's confidence you i you need you need confidence when going into high school and there's certain there's certain students you know you always have the smart students being hyped up and then you have the not so right students you know they get some attention and then some, maybe there's students that just never got the attention that they needed to build their confidence in middle school and if if there was let's say if there was a better approach to to the confidence building and um, for me at least then i feel like my freshman year would have been a lot easier for me but i would definitely just tell myself confidence speak up and you know be a
0: leader and just ad, advocate for for other people life is more about just like moving forward and pushing pushing forward and learning from uh learning from how things once were
1: yeah that's that's definitely a big thing um, like yeah regrets like a harsh a harsher word you think regret you think of your like the biggest mistakes of your life and stuff but you're right pushing forward through that and stuff you can look back on it and wish you know, you can wish, but I, yeah, you definitely shouldn't regret what happened. You're right. And stuff, because that, that just makes you better now. And that makes, I feel like that, that adds to you wanting to do more to make up for that time.
0: What's right.
1: been my best, my best failure. Oh man, that's such a hard question, you know, because a lot of time you, you remember your successes more than, than your failures and stuff, but the failures are so important and stuff like Uh, I feel like that's a big thing that like we have focused on at school where it's um, where it's like your failures are okay but uh, and and it's it's uh, it's healthy that that you failed uh, in your life because that just that makes your um, when you succeed it makes that more like feel better I would say not to put it bluntly but I feel like that 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 makes it better if if you have those failures and then you do it you try over and over until you until you succeed and stuff and once you finally succeed it's just it's an amazing feeling you know like for example escape like if you're if you're a skateboarder you know you could be trying to nail this trick and you're you're gonna bail you're gonna bail over and over and once you find and every time it's self-discovery on how to make it better once it does get better and you nail it it's it's a really amazing feeling but you know going back to my own it's it's hard it's hard to say because like once those once you succeed it feels it feels so
0: good and you just push out push out the failures in it but well I I kind of feel that you've named maybe what you felt was maybe a failure as uh the freshman Emilio in the beginning right like you've um, built your confidence, you've spoken up, you found your voice, um, mm-hmm. and maybe you needed to um, be a freshman in that experience in order for you to get to where you are.
1: Yeah, I guess, yeah, not, not having the confidence I should have had or speaking out of that, that's probably
0: my best failure. All right, it's connected. If you think of one that you uh, like better, um, I'm going to give you an assignment. So if you want to come back onto this podcast someday down the road, be prepared for your next best failure. Okay, definitely. It's Emilio Medina, part two. Uh, I haven't had a returning guest yet. So you might be the first returning guest. Breaking ground. <laughs> um, also, Amelia, if you uh, if, if in outreach, you, if you connect with some people and you're like, you know what? I think you should have your voice heard on uh, who's behind the bulldog so more people can hear what you have to say. Please send them my way. I would love that. Absolutely this has been my absolute pleasure to have you on to this episode of who's behind the bulldog today. Um, it, you have me actually to be able to like find my voice as well. Um, I think that I would not have been able to take the risk of having a student on to talk about such deep topics um, such as the ones that you, you've been talking about today. Had you not walked into Ms. Yacobetta's office the other day. So thank you for your inspiration. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, of course. Let's. that's really what I want to make outreach about just the community voices being heard. That's, that's really important to me. Ideas being shared.
0: That that's the main focus of outreach for me. Awesome. Look forward to seeing how that goes. Thank you so much, Emilio. Yeah, of course. Thank you all for tuning into today's podcast. I want to encourage you to take a minute to reach out to today's guest and make a personal connection. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Jensen with Who's Behind the Bulldog.